Village Kids. Hey guys, this is Village Kids, a podcast hosted by four childhood best friends. I'm Marga. I'm Erin. I'm Annika. I'm Julia. And today we're joined by a very special guest. Karina is also a childhood, somewhat childhood friend of ours. We've all met her at different points in our lives. So we're so excited that she could join our virtual playground over here so that we could talk about something that she's very interested in and so I don't know if you guys have heard about this but it's been going around for quite some time in fact it's been name dropped in different episodes over late night shows such as one recently by James Corden and that would be crypto art or basically selling art on the blockchain so before we get to that topic I think it would be really great to get to know the person who we have on our podcast today. So maybe Karina can share a bit of like fun facts about herself. Oh, hi, I'm Karina. I'm from Davao, just like all of these people here. So for college, I went to Manila. I went to La Salle and I studied psychology. So far (laughs) from crypto art. Yeah. Yeah, art is kind of far from crypto art, but it's more like a a hobby, a form of expression. Right? Like anyone can do art. You don't really need to study it to do it. <laughs> and so I got into crypto art because a few years ago, uh, my dad introduced cryptocurrencies to me. So I lived in the Philippines and he was here in San Francisco. And then we were like thinking, you know, how can I get my allowance without having to go through a money remittance? And so he was thinking, like, I heard about Bitcoin, maybe we can use Bitcoin. But then we didn't do that because it was quite complicated back then. So it just like passed. And then Bitcoin became more popular, right? Like around 2016, 17. And then it died down. It, the bubble kind of popped from $20,000 for one Bitcoin. It, it was cut in half. When I moved here, I had a lot of time because I was waiting for my green card, my papers. And so I just somehow fell down a rabbit hole of like crypto and crypto art and everything crypto. And so that's how it started. You work in the finance sector, right? Or like fintech? Not, no, not fintech. So I'm just doing all of these things on my own. It's just like oh. independently me, yeah. Wow, Galing. That's amazing. <laughs> that is crazy. Like how you're so... Well, Brave. I don't really have a choice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it's really interesting that uh, in regards to crypto, how you were able to really just get into digital art. So I guess something like we want to know also is um, for those people who aren't aware of crypto art or digital art, what are the need to knows for people who might want to get into it? Crypto art, it's, it's called NFTs. It means non-fungible tokens. And non-fungible just means it's unique and not interchangeable. And then this NFT thing, it exists on a blockchain. So the blockchain is like a tamper-proof database, a ledger where like all the transactions are stored. Uh, You can see all the history. So all of this art exists on a blockchain. Like you can see the owners. I read something about like the Nyan Cat meme being sold Mm -hmm. for like 3.5. Five million recently yeah that happened recently a lot of things have been happening recently like all of these million dollar sales and everything a controversial topic is like everyone can see it you can just take a picture of it and why would anyone buy it and so 
this technology now allows digital ownership. So you're not actually buying the picture, you're buying the zeros and ones behind it, the token, the code behind yeah. it. Mm. And so it's, it's provable that you own it. And so every yeah. time actually it changes hands, the creator gets a percentage of the sale. Wow. So it's a good oh, thing. Like for original artists. Yeah. yeah, actually, that's really nice. I was actually re- recalling something that was in, um, for context for the people watching this, we kind of got like an information packet because we also didn't know <laughs> much about NFTs. So uh, just to kind of give us a briefer, um, Karina was kind enough to put a guide together. And there was an article there that said something about like how the Louvre, if there's something different about taking a photo of the Mona Lisa and actually having the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. And so I think I just remember that when Karina mentioned about how this whole digital ownership thing, I guess in a way it's having that, but then not necessarily the physical copy, but rather the certification, whether yeah. that be in code or something like a platform to show it, right? Mm-hmm. But this crypto right. art, I think it's a good opportunity for a lot of artists because like when you tell your parents like, oh, I want to be an artist when I grow up, they're like, you can't make money out of being an artist, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, it's a better opportunity for artists nowadays. It's possible now. Yeah. with the crypto mm-hmm. art is so big in the Philippines. I think even when we were in college or high school, there was always this thing of not paying people. You're asking to have create designs for you you know like for projects for like that's always been sort of a controversy uh, when people would have things made they would question why you have to pay so much and it's because they're creating branding for you I think also jumping off of what Julia and Kaki mentioned it's a way for these artists to feel more empowered about their creations the idea that someone who sold an art piece for $40 and then later in a few in a few years they'd sell it for 10 times the price like how but then the person selling it wasn't necessarily the artist yeah it's just something that you got the, the artist gets royalties now so it's like it's um digital artists having a moment where you know because in the past how can you make money as a digital artist freelance you join a studio or you have your own studio it, it didn't work like traditional art where you just make something you like, make something beautiful and someone will buy it because it only exists in the virtual world, right? It's only on your screen. And so now, thanks to the blockchain and NFTs, you can actually sell your digital art. And there are marketplaces for these things and there, there are people who want to buy. Wow. And I think like as an artist, as you progress in your career and make more art and become more known then all your past works will become more valuable too right so is it correct in saying that crypto art it's like marrying digital art but like with where was i going with this (laughs) it's like a natural evolution i guess yeah like digitizing the whole process of like selling Mm -hmm. art because like the art is digital but your currency is is also like code basically right mm-hmm. okay yeah so i understand it better now so i was like yeah. crypto art this doesn't mean like <laughs> you're just, you're just making art fun. out of bitcoin out of- or something <laughs> <laughs> no you're using that to transact like mm, okay so it's like a it's just using technology 
Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's just like as a currency, as like a marketplace for it. Mm-hmm. Like a stock market, but for digital art. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it's like, it's not just digital art. There's virtual land, there's games, there's sports collectibles. It's a lot of things, not just art, but yeah. Yeah, I read that the NBA had N- NFTs as well. Yeah, like, NBA Top Shots. Yeah. Pretty cool I think also. they've done $200 million in revenue. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, it's, wait, how does that work, the digital land? So yeah. virtual land, like, it's just like a, and I'm not a gamer, so I, it's not very relevant. Oh, it's for gamers. Not really, but it's like, okay, you can go in this virtual land and buy land. Some Someone had spent like a million dollars to buy virtual land. It's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, you know, everyone's in different parts of the spectrum of their buy-in. <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah. a collectible rather than something you actually use, right? Like, Not the virtual land because you can build museums and display your crypto art there. <laughs> oh! oh. Yeah. So crypto wow. art can go into, like, your games and, like, your virtual... Yeah, it can go oh. anywhere. What I need... Because code. Oh. How do yeah, I get there? Though? What I need, like, I, I feel like it's so hard to wrap my head around the multiverse <laughs> part. Really interesting. Specifically, like it mentioned how you can run a virtual business on my or own property. That part was like really, <laughs> so Black Mirror ish for me. Yeah, this is so beyond my comprehension. <laughs> I know. It's like it's hard to have questions because it's like a whole different like a different world, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like like um another reality is is that mm-hmm. what it is? That's like bridged through cryptocurrency. <laughs> well, all of this is built on the blockchain technology mm-hmm. and it's Ethereum. So you've heard about Bitcoin, right? But there are a lot of other currencies like Ethereum. So Ethereum is very similar, but they have different goals. So Bitcoin is like a store of value and ethereum goes beyond that because you can build de- decentralized apps on it so like the games and nfts are built on ethereum and all of this you kind of need ethereum to transact so ethereum is like the bitcoin that you need to have so like it's not just a currency it's also like a virtual place is that what is that what you're saying like it's a it's a marketplace as well like a platform yeah kind of where you can build anything on top of it but Uh since it's so early like a lot of i mean we haven't explored its full potential yet so crypto art or art on the blockchain it's specifically within like this ethereum for now yeah Mm -hmm. it's yeah but they're they can build it on other blockchains it's just not developed yet and ethereum's the most popular one Yes. And I read from your info packet that mm-hmm. it was started by this person from Toronto. Is that correct? Or did I misread that? Yeah, yeah. Really. it was their idea to create crypto art and then it Well, the it concept, exploded. yeah, the concept started kind of from the people from Toronto. It started with CryptoPunks. Did you hear about that? Yeah. So he made, um, what, like a couple 10, thousand of yeah. this, like, thousand pixelized character he seemed himself like genuinely shocked that people cared yeah enough to no. pay such high prices for it mm-hmm. are they oh. they're like 
fictionalized characters. Each of them are unique and only 10,000 exist. So they're scarce. There's so much value because you can create digital scarcity. And so low supply drives the price high. So it's like it has its own economy as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Virtual economy. (laughs) What I'm wondering though is who can create these NFTs? Here like, it is, air. That's what it is. <laughs> oh. That was like what thousand dollars. So it's really like a, a collector's thing. Like you know how action figures, like these things are like physical things, right? And then these are things that people don't take out of boxes because like ten years down the line they could sell it for ten times the price. Yeah. So it works the same way, but like digital. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, the same okay. of collectibles. But then since it's digital, you don't have to worry about, oh no, is this fake? You know, will this get destroyed? Like because it's a ledger, you could basically trace it back to its owner, right? Is that, is that yeah, okay? you can trace it back to its owner and you can see like who owns it now. And then every time it transfers, like it records everything. You can't delete anything, basically. That's like the chain part of like blockchain, right? It's like literally like a chain of code that can't be replicated and can't be broken. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's why it's called blockchain. So (laughs) I'm wondering, like, can anyone then be a blockchain artist? Anyone can create, like, an NFT. Yeah. um, There are a lot of... You don't have to be an artist. No, you don't have to be an artist. Like, you can mint selfies. Someone minted selfies. You can mint recipe. You can mint tweets. Like, Jack Dorsey. Wow. Recently I saw that. Yeah, right. Two million dollars for his tweet. <laughs> wow, like it's crazy right now. I I don't even get enough sleep anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things you'll need though. You first you need Ethereum, the currency, and then you need um a Web three wallet, which is called MetaMask. So this is like your passport to use all of these apps. So, you know, traditionally you need like a username and password, but for this new internet, you just have to use this wallet called MetaMask or well, there are other wallets, but I use MetaMask. How do you make a MetaMask? So you just have to download <laughs> it at metamask.io and then you install it in your browser. It's just like an extension. And then you go to those websites and you click sign in, then it like automatically connect it gives you a wallet address and when you get the address you get like a seed phrase which is your password but they're like i think 12 random words and you have to write it down you can't save it on any of your digital stuff because like that makes it dangerous someone can steal your money someone can steal your identity and everything because the problem with collecting your email and password is that you have to trust the centralized system right and that centralized system could possibly get hacked or something so there's only one point of failure because it's so centralized so you can theoretically like lose this piece of art if you let's say you put down the 10 words and like the code on let's say yeah. a notebook that you end you up can, losing. you can lose it mm-hmm. so you have to be responsible for it it, your it, can, it can be traced back to you without those 10 mm-hmm. words right or well, it's still going to exist there, but you'll just lose access to it. Oh. There are no, like, s- storage wars. Like, oh, these things are up for grabs because, like, their owners disappeared. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Um, I think there was a scandal a few weeks ago where someone's profile got hacked and like all their art was stolen, which is kind of weird because it, it was so easy to trace where it went. So now that they traced where it went, no one's ever gonna buy from that person, yeah. that address. So it's kind of like blacklisted. Where do you get your news regarding mm. all of your information on yeah. all of this? Crypto Twitter. <laughs> what? There's a crypto Twitter? No, it's not really crypto Twitter. It's just like I follow all the people who are active in the crypto space. Gotcha. And like all the artists also like post their work on Twitter. And then, yeah, there's like a huge community of crypto people on Twitter. And every week I curate art for this website and so it features like new artists and oh old artists <laughs> link it for us it's the website <laughs> yeah um, it's called superrare.co it's a site where you can buy and sell rare digital art wow. yeah so cool uh, <laughs> there's so much to talk about tell us more lead us in the right direction yeah. so it's not limited to art it's also including music so some musicians and djs have minted their own music on the blockchain like i think kings of the the band wanted to hop on the bandwagon of nfts kings of leon i think they meant they they turned their whole album into an nft and And then and then how what happens then? Like, do they sell the ownership of the songs or do they like distribute it? Like Spotify? Oh, yeah. How does copyright work for that? Because technically it's their. Yeah, it's their own. Actually, I'm like not too sure how NFTs work for music. I just know that like I related somewhat to buying CDs, right? Because music gets old so fast and like, why will I actually buy this unless I actually love it, unless I'm a super fan? Right, because you can anyone can still listen to it. Yeah, but only a oh, few people. Like a collector's item, for in. Yeah. Okay. Like you can't actually play this NFT. You can play you? it. You can play anyone, it. Anyone. We can all experience these things, but only a few people can own it, and so that's what makes it valuable. This is wow. super interesting. It's so hard. Like, yeah, it's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need to like. And like, it took me a while to understand this completely. Like the first NFT I saw was a crypto kitty. It was like, oh, it's so cute. I really want to buy it. And I saw, oh my gosh, it's a hundred dollars. I don't have a hundred dollars to spend on a picture of a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so shocked. But then like what happened after was even more shocking. It was sold out in less than a minute. There were only a hundred (laughs) pictures. It was sold out. And then like, okay, so there's a demand for it. And what happened next was even more surprising. Like, people were selling it for $1,000 each. Yeah, I read on the article you sent us, like, I think one was sold for 170 or something. Yeah. 170. 1000 Crazy. Yep. Wow. I'm wondering, like, what's stopping other people from creating their own version of, like, Crypto Kitties? Mm, I think. Addressing that demand. Yeah. Whatever they create will also be unique, right? Mm -hmm. And rare. I think it's still early. And so we're still testing like what's possible. Maybe what's stopping people is not really understanding the technology yet or like how to mint or can I even make art on the blockchain or something like that. And also every time you mint, it actually costs money. So it's not free 
I think I tr- I've tried minting last time it cost me like a hundred a hundred fifty dollars to mint something but it used to be cheaper before like fifty dollars so does it depend on what kind of art you make like if it's music or digital digital photos oh, it's no, the same for all. yeah it's the same um the thing that determines the price is the ethereum network so there's people like computational it gets technical from here like i don't even know how to explain it simply but it's just when the network is busy it, it takes more energy and power mm. to post something so like the more users there are the more expensive it'll get yeah kind of like that. oh you end up not wanting to mint everything right you oh. only mint things that will probably sell okay and i think also like what adds value to it is it doesn't really exist without a story right Yeah, I think the story of the creator and the story behind what you're making, like if it relates to the culture now or something. I was wondering, could you like mint experiences? Like for example, you mentioned virtual land, right? So like, mm-hmm. let's say you bought a virtual land and then you built like a virtual Ferris wheel on this. Could you like sell rides on this virtual Ferris wheel or something? That's possible. I think so. Because wow. maybe in the future, like you'll have to pay to go to the crypto art museum in this in the central land or something. Yeah. How does your physical body like experience this virtual experience? Because like, won't you need hardware for that to happen? Like, you need like something VR to blow body. your hair. Yeah, is it like <laughs> VR? Like you have to wear something? Yeah, I think so. But you can just view it on your screen. But maybe yeah. in the future, we'll have more goggles or something. Ah, gotcha. so like you could like visit like a physical hub or something to experience it. Ready Player One. Yeah, like Ready Player One. Oh my god, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> you oh, have to read it. Gonna mess me up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where we're heading. How many years do you think? <laughs> <laughs> to mentally prepare ourselves. I feel like the this. pandemic, like made it made the future come faster yeah I that's think. so true yeah. I agree. Oh, and then people the one who made um christie's auction he's interesting because he's been making art every day for 13 years wow so it's like the accumulation so the piece that was auctioned was um called the every days first five thousand days so wow. accumulation of like five thousand days of Well, so that works, yeah. Wow. Thirteen years. Oh, so it's like instead of minting five thousand different things, he minted one thing. Mm-hmm. Is, is that yeah. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, if people buy it, they own it. But how about the rights of the artists? Like, how does that work? It's still with them. I think they just have like ownership of the item but they don't have like the right to display it mm, okay. commercially interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait so like if they can't display it so does it mean like they can't put it in a museum because then like what? if it's a museum artist? or the owner no, like the person who buys the owner so like if you can't um display it commercially so does that mean like you can't put it in museums where you admit people and like you get admission fees and stuff that's like commercial yeah yeah that's right i'm not sure how it'll work 
because there's not much rules yet. It's still like a wild west for art and everything. And then there's this other thing called Axie Infinity, which is an, a game where you breed, race, battle, and trade critters called Axies. And it's created a lot of opportunities for Filipinos. Oh, wow. Like, Filipinos are actually playing that game to make money. Some people have made like $200 a week, which is oh. a lot, right? Yeah. You mentioned earlier that like the rules are kind of being written as things progress, yeah, as it goes. I'm wondering, is there any sort of regulation at present for NFTs or crypto <laughs> art? No, not no? no regulation. Wow. But of course, like there's some people trying to rip off other artists. But like I said, I think some people do research and due diligence. And so no one really wants to own something plagiarized or stolen, yeah. right? Because it won't be worth anything. But there's like no real regulation around it yet. So do you foresee like a virtual government or something? No, because the purpose of all this technology is to have a permissionless and decentralized system, right? Where we're not relying on third parties like Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Because those platforms have the power to censor media, mm -hmm. censor block people. And like with blockchain, it's permissionless. You can do anything. <laughs> I feel like in the future, we're going to be talking like, oh, I, I bought a house. And you'd be like, where? On Earth or online? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is it like a bit clear to you guys? Oh, oh I have a question. Yeah. So you mentioned like music, right? Mm -hmm. Is it like, how does it actually work? Or like, how do the trades actually happen? For art, for example, I bought like this crypto, uh, what was it, kitty? Mm -hmm. For example, I bought a crypto kitty. Is it like, okay, I buy it, and then he sends, like, an email with, like, the JPEG? <laughs> how does it work? <laughs> it, goes, um, it goes directly to your wallet. And then how do you view it? Like, it's, it's its own platform or something? No, it's just like, let's see. I met someone who gifted me a piece of art. That's so and cool. Song. It just exists <laughs> in my wallet. Oh, and oh, wow. So that is your wallet. Yeah, it's one wallet. So there are other platforms which are centralized, which where you give your email and password. I mean, that that's essential when it's still early, right? So a lot of people can understand it simply. And so those websites, they have a profile, kind of like Instagram, where you just display it. But you can be more advanced and have your own wallet. <laughs> Will people see what's in your wallet? Like what um, digital art you have? Oh, good question. Um, if it's in your private wallet like that's not on a platform then only you can see it, it. but if it's on a platform then everyone who has a link can see it i'll show you my public profile so is this okay. public profile what you told us like an instagram platform yeah kind of okay. like that see so that's your wallet this is my yeah not really wallet just a collection that's on the platform Oh, okay. Where do you go to buy crypto art? Um, so there Is there one system? It's not just one system, but there's this website that's like the eBay of mm. stuff. It's called OpenSea. You can buy art, you can buy collectibles, you can buy anything. But there's other platforms which are curated where they select the artists. They have these things called drops where it's available for a limited time. I and never thought it would blow up actually <laughs> <laughs> but you're like you were invested in it even before last year i came across it i was thinking i should probably try to 
see if it works you know like I hope it's not a scam or anything so I bought something for $40 and then I didn't sell it I didn't touch it I just like left it there and now the last price it was sold for was $2,500 wow Karina wow. oh my <laughs> god this is what it looks like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> whoa is it 3D <laughs> I was say. Yeah, that's so cool wow is it a chick in a rain jacket <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so cute it's so cute it is um and the first like highest sale i ever saw was called picasso's bull so it was selling for 200 and then today it was sold for fifty-five thousand five hundred dollars wow it's so fast how it progressed yeah it's kind of irrational at this point <laughs> do you feel like it's a bubble like it could be a bubble it feels like a bubble i think the technology is here to stay but the prices i don't know if they're here mm, yeah yeah i feel like that's what's so scary about it mm-hmm. like when will the prices start crashing right yeah because what is it based on like if like compared to like stocks yeah. you can look look to like what is that business doing right now and all of that information yeah but then how do you value art (laughs) art yeah i think like the story behind the creator the story behind the work and the scarcity of the item because you can actually choose like oh i'm only going to sell one out of one so that makes it super valuable because there's only one person who can own it but then if you make it like 100 of 100 then it becomes a bit less valuable so it really depends on the artist probably or like the context of the art because mm. some some works are controversial or if it's a ball it's, i noticed the ball artworks sell for more <laughs> why <laughs> just because because we like it <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> if let's say there's a piece of art that you see that someone else owns do you how do you you reach out to them or do you just is it like bidding how does that work you is it bidding it. Yeah. yeah you can bid you can bid actually if someone else owns it you can bid auction style yeah but sometimes like they can actually like set a price and it's just whoever mm-hmm. you wants can to pay so, for that first that's right it's literally like ebay <laughs> it is <laughs> with art and only on your screen yeah. <laughs> so interesting I just want to say thank you to Karina for just coming into this podcast and just really taking the time to go through NFTs. Obviously, her enthusiasm for virtual digital art. And honestly, it's such a whole overwhelming world. I think, judging from our reactions, we all feel that same way. And it's just really great to be able to learn about it in such a safe space so thanks so much Karina you've put up so much time and effort to learn these things and thank you for kind of concisely putting it together for us for the last how many minutes I think we've definitely learned a lot and we hope our listeners will also enjoy this podcast they're getting to know more about NFTs and hopefully they'll be able to also generate some sort of enthusiasm or appreciation for this whole endeavor just the future and what this will look like 
So yeah, um, we really enjoyed your presence. This is our first time being able to invite <laughs> someone on our podcast, but it definitely won't be the last and maybe not even the last to see Karina. So don't forget to like and subscribe and hit the bell icon because we definitely have more content coming for you. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> bye! Village Kids.